This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, nobody wants the hot dog water. Six foot four and a bunch of clothes. Round, pouty breasts. Meat char, I choose you. Plenty of genetic material for the camels. Blood queen, lollygag, lago, lulu, lanalo. Carl Williams or Billy D. Weathers. Nobody puts baby weight in the corner. Billy D. section. <laughs> it wasn't my car. It was the morning stream. Look, it's TV's Von Smeagler. Side racism. <laughs> the last thing wasn't, but you'll understand when you listen. <laughs> Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Well, here I am again in my little chair. Me and my dogs and my TV and looking for a hot woman, but I ain't had no luck. I guess there ain't no single women out there or girls. Either one. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, look at this. This is the morning stream. Dave's not here, man. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. Oh man, it's New Year's week. It's December 30th. It's Monday. It's uh, the 2019 still, just barely. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hello, Brian. It is the next to last show that we're going to do this decade. Penultimate. Penultimate. I like that word. That's right. I like saying I that too. word. It's a fun word. I agree. Yeah. So tomorrow. I agree. Yeah. yeah. You got big. Uh, so I, we haven't even talked about this, but do you have no. big New Year's Eve plans? What are you doing? Um, It's right now up in the air. Um. The, uh, we and the crazy neighbors have been talking about doing something, so that's a possibility. Sure. Uh, my buddy Don is going to be hosting a trivia competition or like a trivia game up at um, Poor Tap House up near uh, Reunion, Colorado. Not Reunion. Reunion. Reunion, Colorado, which is like one of these new little fabricated neighborhoods. Fabberhoods. <laughs> <laughs> really? Just came up with that portmanteau, yeah. Okay. Fabberhoods. All right. Um, Fabberhoods. Like and... It. I've actually been considering, uh, for three reasons, uh, uh, driving Lyft tomorrow for New Year's Eve. Oh. Three reasons. Okay. Number one, stories for TMS. <laughs> yeah, always number one. Number two, public safety. <laughs> Concern for the public and uh, sure. for everyone you know, doing a little public service. Sure. Three, eh, money probably be pretty good. I probably would get a pretty steady stream of, of riders. Now- my worry, the caveat is, I don't want the story I come back with on when we come back on Thursday yeah. to be, yeah, the first guy I picked up horked all over the back of my car, and I spent the rest of New Year's Eve <laughs> hosing it out at a drive-up car wash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is almost a, not a guarantee, but it's a high probability on New there Year's Eve. There is a high likelihood. Now, there is, you know, there's an automatic charge. If you throw up in a Lyft or an Uber. Yeah. There's, uh, I think, an automatic two hundred dollar cleanup charge. Oh, the, you, the who pays that? The the driver or the or Uber? Or oh no no uh, the the rider or rider, rider I meant yeah yeah. So, okay, that's interesting. I didn't realize that they could could do they agree to that when they agree to their terms of service. I think so yeah, it's okay. any sort of uh, uh, destruction of the automobile or something. There's some sort of caveat uh, when you sign up for Lyft or Uber that if you if you foul the vehicle yeah if your ride in the vehicle uh 
causes uh, uh, an action that has to that requires cleanup, then there's a um, uh, a charge, an automatic charge that goes to your card. What if a couple gets in the back seat and they decide to do it? What happens then? What are you doing then? And I put I have a Barry White playlist that I automatically put on. Oh, on my, okay. On my phone. I All mean, right. come on, it's. Uh, <laughs> It is uh, the season. Dirt. Celebrate. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you know. I kind of want you to do it because I do want the story, so I'm selfish in this yeah. regard. Uh, no, I know. There, there's part of me that wants it, too. And uh, just be kind of fun. Yeah. But do you think it'd be it could nuts, be, too? It could be kind of a nightmare. Huh? It could, that's what I was going to say. Do you think it could be like a just chaos because it's, it's the night when everyone needs rides and it's just... I don't know. Like, I don't know what it's like in, like, say, downtown Denver on a on a New Year's Eve. It must be insane. I right? think downtown does get a little crazy, and there's so much construction going on downtown that I don't think has made it into the Google Maps. So there's, you know, it, it's going to require a lot of uh, good knowledge of downtown, which I have, which I do have uh, a relatively uh, good experience of driving around downtown mm -hmm. from when I used to work downtown. Sure. Um, so I know ways around things, but I don't know. I mean, it could be, could be a lot of little short rides. It could be a couple long rides. Um, I just hope I don't end up with something like, oh yeah, I need to go down to Colorado Springs. And then I don't have any way, any rides back from Colorado Springs back up to, to Denver. Oh, you'd be you stuck know? there. You'd wake up in the morning and you'd be a far right conservative in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't want that. You can't exactly. do that. <laughs> exactly. We need you to be. We need you as soon as I cross the the, the line. <laughs> we need you to be more. We need more moderates. You got to stay in the center with me. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, no. This I. Mm, I mean, I understand the downsides of your decision here, but if I, it, yeah. if it were me, I probably mm -hmm. wouldn't do it because it sounds nightmarish. But if I were Brian, I would probably do it right. because. Brian likes that kind of adventure, and I think you would yeah, do well. I don't, I don't, you don't really like driving that much anyway. Like I don't Kim love does driving. Most of your driving when you're when you're out and about. If, I do really like driving, and if, I do like driving for Lyft. I like having conversations with people and short drives. And, I'm fine with it's long drives. It's anything twenty minutes or longer. I know that seems doesn't seem that long, <laughs> but twenty minutes or longer, and I start to fall asleep. I'm like a danger to the road. It's horrible. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I just get tired. I get drowsy, and I can't do it. I shouldn't be allowed near big machinery when I'm tired. Have you ever had a sleep study, Scott? I have, and uh, we did it. In, actually, the original, the reason we did the study was for that reason, mm -hmm. because of the driving thing, and came away all normal. They okay. just say I get bored, and when I get bored, <laughs> I get tired. So I, and that's the funny thing is I don't get sleepy in almost any other scenario. It's very rare that I'm just really tired and have to stop mm -hmm. what I'm doing, and you know, occasionally, you know, there'll be a day where i'm super busy and i'm tired by the end of the day or something but but i don't really get tired for no reason except behind the wheel in, a, in a, after about 20 minutes of driving just puts sure. me out i'm like a baby in the back seat you know how people drive around sure. their babies to keep them quiet mm -hmm. it's like, oh yeah we did that ourselves with tristan yeah. it was a great way to get him knocked out it's like that yeah okay so all right i don't know well, what that was about i mean that was a while ago that i did that sleep study and by the way i'll, I'll tell you what does wonders for your snoring uh lose 23 pounds <laughs> and according to my wife, I don't snore anymore. Yeah, which is no, great. it makes a humongous difference. Yeah, Are you down. You're down twenty three pounds 23 now from three pounds from October awesome. October fifteenth. I think was the day I started. 
Wow, that's so great. That's how many per month, or how many? I don't know what the average is, but it, it's a good, healthy decline. That is, that, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's a really good rate. Jeez. They were worried I was going to lose too fast because I did that in 2014, and they were like, "You don't want to lose that quick again. That's bad." What um, um, What is their definition of too quick? Anything more than a, f- a couple to three pounds a week is too much. Okay. Uh, but if you're like one to two to three pounds, somewhere in that range per week, according to my doctor, mm-hmm. that's a good. Mm-hmm rate of weight loss if you're being if you're trying to be consistent um you can of course plateau and that will slow um but i'm currently i haven't slowed i've been pretty cons- well i guess it had, it's it's been more than 23 weeks actually i don't know how many weeks it's been since october 15th someone do the math i can't it's do definitely math. been less than 23 weeks since october 15th yeah i think 23 I, weeks is like almost half a year i think i lost um, a lot of weight the first four three four days because i quit sugar mm-hmm. and just sort of you know, went cold yeah, that is, and that is the quickest. Uh, the quickest drop is the beginning. Yeah, so it's probably like a quick ten, and then the the remaining thirteen have just been a slow. Oh, really deal. good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, very, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm gonna keep yeah. going though. I got another. I want to get another fifteen to twenty down if I can. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be like two twenty. That's kind of my prime weight for my height mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. age and everything. And Your uh, fighting weight. Yeah, uh, my fight. Well, what do you have? Is that what they call that? The fighting weight. Right? Your fighting weight, your yes, your baby weight. There... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody puts baby weight in the birth corner. Weight, yes, yeah. uh-huh, sure. Birth, birth weight, weight, sure. sure. Bir- birthday it. suit. Uh-huh. There, I want my birthday suit. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Hey, tell me about tell me about uh, Korean barbecue because you you gave a tease during um, Patreon playdate. Patreon playdate on Friday went about great. By the way, that happened. Got to do it again. We're doing it again in a month. Oh my Can't God, wait. That was so fun. It was so much yes. fun. Anyway. Yes, I so I hinted at this story, but did not, didn't do much more. Right. Uh, we went. So Dylan, my uh, my daughter Taylor's husband, Dylan, mm-hmm. uh, who we love and is great, and been a great addition to the family. He uh, had a birthday the day after Christmas, and uh, that's always a bummer for a lot of people because you know usually usually your birthday or Christmas gets shafted one way or the other because you know sure. you're not going to get double gifts for for everything. But anyway, we took him out to. Uh, this Korean barbecue place in Orem, which is, I don't know, 25 minutes south of me, just before mm-hmm. uh, you get to Provo. And uh, Orem's a weird town because in a lot of ways, my mom lives in Orem. It's it's a small-ish community, but it's, it, and by all, like if you look at it, you just go, oh, another little place. It's cool, whatever. It's nice and clean. It's a nice place, but you don't think too much about it. They have the best hidden restaurants of anywhere in the state, I swear. If you go to Orem, mm-hmm. there's like the weirdest, coolest places to eat. And I don't know why that is, but it just is. And there's this Korean barbecue place called Yummies, a name I hate and despise. <laughs> I hate the name Yummies. Yummies. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. But it's yeah. run by this Korean family. <clears throat> and um, it's one of these, you know, deals where you're cooking it yourself. You've been to those before. Mm-hmm. And they lay out the, you know, this stuff. And they do these, like, it's like 25 bucks a person and it's all you can eat. And they just bring out they just keep bringing out meat, like, oh, can we get some more bulgogi and some more deji and something like yeah, that? Yeah, right. all the yeah. stuff you want, all the weird, they had like three or four different kimchi varieties. They had mm-hmm. just crazy good food. It was so good. And um, they just kind of keep bringing it out to you. And people, we were starting to think, man, the after you cook a, enough meat on this little uh, grill that's built into the table, mm-hmm. it sure starts to build up a lot of soot and sort of, you know. Char. Meat char, yeah. yeah. And so Dylan was like kind of scraping it off to the side so that we could then do the next round. And, you know, now there was sure. a little pile oh, of dirt down keep there. The, keep the char and add some flavor. I like the char personally. 
Yeah. Dylan, yeah, was, yeah. Dylan was not into the char. He looked at char like you do hot dog water. You don't want the hot dog water. <laughs> well, I'm, I'll go with him on the hot dog water. Yeah. You definitely don't want the hot dog water. Nobody wants the hot dog water. No. Um, puts hot dog water in the corner. No, and no, even the hot dogs don't want the hot dog water. <laughs> That's right. But anyway, so... Um, so so we've been so doing that. We've been that shoving it off to the, the corner, yeah. yeah. And this uh-huh. angry little Korean man, not uh-huh. angry, but but kind of stern, walks over to us with what appeared to be another a replacement. These look like these, these look like wheel covers, like big uh, right little hubcaps, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. hubcaps exactly. And he comes a big sixteen inch looking thing. Comes over and he goes, "Oh no 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 no." And we go, what? What? And he goes, no, you don't pull, you don't push stuff to the side. You swap it out. And he and he brings another big, big, huge iron thing, pulls that out with some kind of tool and jams it in there. So he goes, so sure. next time you call me and I replace it for you. And we said, oh, okay. Well, we'll let you know then if that happens. Okay. And then he leaves. He seemed like stern. Yeah, Howard freaking Daniel Stern McStern, right? <laughs> was there uh, any sort of like coating, uh, nonstick coating on it that he was probably worried that you were going to scrape it off with a knife when you were doing that? Oh, or, uh, maybe because it was kind of Teflon-y, kind of uh, yeah, whatever that is. So, Good point. Maybe that's his job. Just you, you know, he needs to go around and keep that stuff. He safe. He goes around with the new wheel and <laughs> yep. Uh, the only problem with that is that uh, now you're starting with a cold grill on the heat and you got to wait for it to come back up temperature wise before you put anything new on there yeah and when he does it he'll, he'll pull it out when you pull it out it automatically shuts off the heat oh <laughs> really? so okay. he put the new one in and he goes sure he starts to walk away and then he turns around and he goes push push onto heat push onto heat he said <laughs> like okay gosh dang it dude we're good we'll, we'll go ahead and do it but anyway it was uh, really great and uh i can't recommend it enough so if you're in the orem area even if you live here in the valley and you're like, I want, we want something different today or want to eat somewhere amazing. I cannot say enough good about that food, about the experience, about the place, about the, the um, atmosphere. It's an awesome little joint with a stupid name, but Yummies <laughs> is fantastic. And they have two of them, I guess. They have one in Orem and one in Provo, but that's it. There's nothing else south or uh, north of that, which sucks. But huh. I hope they expand and do another one out here. It's very good. Um- yeah, I, I think I need to give uh, Deji another uh, or Deji, Deji, Deji another chance because uh, you know we were noobs, we didn't know what we were doing, and maybe that was part of the reason we didn't do so well with it. But there's a uh, um, you know place that's not too bad or not too far from us uh, on Sheridan in about 80th that uh, we should give another give another uh, uh, another try to. I would love a closer place. I'm jealous of you for having a close yeah. place. I would even take a lesser good place just to have it closer because I'm not going to go to Orem every weekend. But Right. Man, right. it's good. So anyway, really good stuff. Then I want to complain about a Christmas Day occurrence that happened with my wife and I. Sure. Oh, hi, Kim. She just walked in right and started talking about this. Oh, see? Ears uh, are ringing. Was it Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? Enjoy your avocado toast. The guy with the <laughs> horn. Oh, it is Christmas Eve, right? Okay, so it's Christmas Eve. Sorry. Christmas Eve, Kim and I are out walking the dogs. Taking them all the way to the dog park, let them run around, have fun with other dogs, and then come home. Nice, good, long, hard walk with the dogs. Good stuff, right? All around. <laughs> yes. yeah. So we go and do that, and uh, we're coming home. And at one point, we're crossing a street a little late. The, the li- it's, Kim says it's her fault, but whatever. I don't think it was any big deal. In fact, I know it wasn't a big deal because I was there. And mm-hmm. we were crossing just a little bit too late. 
so that oncoming traffic would have to potentially, you know, be held up a little bit in this very small place where there's only one car. I mean, when I say oncoming traffic, I'm talking about nothing. It's just like one car is just there at the light and it's about to right. change and he's going to come my direction. And so we're crossing a little late and we're like, oh, we, you know, let's hustle. So we're hustling across the street. We were never in any range of the car. We were never in any sort of uh, position to hold this guy up. And yet this man in his 60s who lives in the retirement community up the road decides to go, and I'm not kidding, here's what I hear for the next eight okay. seconds. Eight full right. seconds sustained. Oh, jeez. Me For eight seconds. So he just, like, almost the entire time you were walking across the street, he laid on his horn. He laid on his freaking horn and, st- and glared at us, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like we're just the worst people. And I'm thinking, really? This is that big a deal to you? You're not even moving. You're honking more than moving. And and, and, right. and we're out of right. the way already, and you're still honking. As if we have just committed the worst infraction in the history of uh, crossings. Uh, so I look yeah. at his car. I look uh-huh. at his car as he's driving, I stare right into his face yeah. as he's going by. Blair. And I'm a Blair. big, you know, I'm 6'4". I got a bunch yeah. of clothes. I got a hoodie, a hoodie on and a freaking... You got a bunch of clothes on, sure. <laughs> I just look kind of scary, I think, a little bit. And uh-huh. I look at the car and I go, Merry Christmas! <laughs> just loud as I could do it. Nice. Yeah, nice. and he was not—he was none happy. So anyway, everybody had a very jolly Christmas miracle kind of moment, and uh, thought I would share that with you. <laughs> All right, Brian, I am dying to know about today's yes. MMFR. Yeah, it's a double. Mm. Two MMFRs today. Uh, two more movies that are getting some Oscar buzz that uh, we we we're, we're going to see all the movies that ha- that potentially could be in the list of the. Uh, um, the Oscar list. So right. um, we're going to be really ahead of the game this year. Sure. Uh, we saw on Saturday, we saw Uncut Gems. This oh, the, the, the Adam Sandler deal. The new Adam Sandler and the Safdie Brothers uh, deal. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. It is a, I will preface by saying, number one, it's not like any other Adam Sandler movie that you've seen, maybe with the exception of Punch, Punch Drunk Love and um, uh, Love Rain Over Me. Mm. Even those were not as intense as this one. I'm trying to think of uh, a recent movie, um, like another Oscar contender that felt so um, intense start to finish. You're watching, you're basically watching a degenerate gambler and jewelry store owner um, dig himself into holes, barely get his head out of the hole and then dig himself into a deeper hole and then barely get himself out of the hole. Um, really, really good, but boy, uh, not, be prepared for an intense film. Not the uplifting hit of this of the uh, season. This ain't no uh, right. This ain't no Jack and Jill. This ain't no Pixels. Okay. This ain't no Happy Gilmore. Okay. Um, but it's, I think this one's a lock for the ten. If they do ten uh, movies this year, it's a lock. Interesting. For so, spots. and and do you think he's a lock for best actor? Would you say? I think he's a lock for a nomination. Um, oh, or yeah, for a nomination. And I think it's probably a situation where uh, we're so used to seeing the oh, oh, hello, lady, oh, <laughs> the, the, you know, that that Adam Sandler, yeah. that when you see you see his uh, uh, really really serious dramatic side, it's such a surprise to you that you think it's that that makes it probably better than it is. Yeah. Although it's it's really good. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
anyway, so Uncut Gems, definitely recommend checking it out. Um, it says here, uh, another- uh, Adam Sandler is a, uh, oh, he owns a, he owns a, uh, a, 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 sorry, a jewelry shop. You, you said yes. this too, but it says the here that he's, does, yeah. so what's his, what's his motivation, Brian, in a nutshell? Give me his motivation. Money? Money. Okay. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, definitely. He's definitely money focused and, and being able to get himself out of a hole isn't enough. He wants more, uh, more money. You know, he wants to hit it big. Oh, I see. Yeah. And yeah. willing to do whatever it takes. Right. Exactly. All right. Um, and, and willing to do, willing to go, uh, for the easy, quick chance of money over the long, steady, uh, likelihood of money. Co starring an actor who I will watch in anything and think that honestly, in his older age, is one of the most fascinating guys to watch. Judd Hirsch is in this. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, I was surprised how much Judd Hirsch was in this. Uh, I like him a lot. He's in quite a bit. And boy, it's, um, uh, anyway, really good. Go check it out. Uncut Gems. And if, uh, the gems weren't enough, we went and saw the jewels. Uh, Richard Jewell, the guy who discovered the bomb in Centennial Park at the, uh, the Olympics in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and it's his story. The guy who plays Richard Jewell again, I think another lock for a nomination for best actor. This guy's really, really good. And you almost feel like he's the guy because yeah. he's so good at it. He looks character. like the guy just by just looking at him. He looks like the guy and his acting is just so a lot of controversy uh, around this movie, though. Lots of lots of talk uh, about stuff. And I think it's more around something Olivia Wilde said. And I can't remember what specifically it was. Um Oh, but I thought I, I thought was, it was a thing. Oh, I know what it was. She plays a reporter who the movie portrays as someone who trades sex for stories. Right. And in real life, that never happened. At least everyone involved is claiming that was never a thing. And then they're thinking about suing screenwriters and stuff like that for uh, libel. That, that's what I heard. Right. Which makes, yeah, which makes sense. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm curious as to how much, because there's a lot of stuff that happens outside of what we heard about on the news and the stuff that the media was, was uh, the media was reporting between the FBI and um, uh, and, and the reporter that you kind of want to know, all right, is this, did, did this really happen? Was this accurate? Yeah. Uh, how could they have known this? Did this person come forward and say that they did this? Mm. So uh, it's good. Um, I don't think it'll be one of the 10 if they do 10. Um, but I think, that the main guy, the main uh, actor, um, Paul Walt- Walter Hauser, uh, probably will get an acting nod. Um, Sam Rockwell, again, elevates everything he's in. Yeah, Kathy Bates is really good. Love him. Um, he's so good. John Hamm, Olivia Wilde. Oh, yeah, that's Paul right. Walter. John Hamm's in this. And what's his, what's his deal? Is he an F- FBI guy, if I was guessing? He's an FBI agent. Okay. Yeah, he's the head FBI agent and um, uh, for this case, and he's kind of... He's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah. I remember this thing was a big deal. I was sitting with my two-year-old uh, watching Olympic stuff because uh, Taylor was two years old. We didn't even have a second kid yet. We only had the one. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there in the living room watching the Olympics, and I remember everything got cut away from whatever event they were showing, and they're like, uh, breaking right. news, breaking news. It was, it was, I think it was him. <laughs> he goes, well, something's happening at Centennial Park or Wall. And they all went to the thing, and it was like, oh, my gosh, what what the hell's happening? And this is all, you know, pre-9-11, so bombings at big right. events weren't really a thing I was used to. So mm-hmm. and I'm fascinated by it. I'm, I was The only worry I really had is that sometimes Eastwood gets a little bit on a weird 
perch and wants to, you know, wants to push in yeah. a conspiracy that may or may not have the best legs or whatever. So I worry about that yeah, a little and, bit. And but. that's and that's kind of why I think it won't get a, a best picture nomination. It's um, the characters were uh, greatly inconvenienced in the film mm. and they had their their rights stepped on and they had um stuff uh you know they basically had um <clears throat> a tarn a tarn uh uh tarnished reputation just because the media and the fbi decided that this was the guy for quite a while and even then even when i talked to like gina's parents said oh yeah we're seeing richard jewel tomorrow and she's like oh yeah that's the guy that bombed that put the bomb in centennial park it's like see yeah that's kind of what you know what some people still think of him because um the media did such a bad job of smearing him sure so yeah but, I, uh, it, but i'd say this is one you can wait for streaming on sure i mean I'd, i've always liked uh his directing i think he's mm -hmm. a good director I, I think unforgiven still one of my favorite movies of all time and deserved everything it got uh, i just i just worry about his cranky old you know he's, he's getting there he's getting to that point where he's just He's going to yell at a stool all afternoon if you give him the chance. <laughs> right. So Exactly. I, I still haven't seen that one where he plays a mule, I think, which is called The Mule. Um, oh, a drug mule. Out, yeah, yeah. The drug mule that, that came out, I think, in 2018. We never saw that one. but uh, And that was one he was just in, right? I think I don't think he directed it. Let's see. The Mule. Uh, did, he, uh, did he produce it? or? I'm, um, I'm so used to him not being in anything unless he directs it. So Right. That's, maybe, that's why I thought. Uh, maybe I had that wrong. Uh, let me look real quick. Oh, it was directed by him. I'm sorry. Yeah, he did. The Mule is totally a uh, Eastwood directed joint. Wasn't there a Mule something <laughs> movie where he played a mule? I wish I could remember the name of the movie where he played a mule. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's a he's a spindly old dude now. Like yeah, he is. Wow. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Well. Good stuff. Cool. Today's so double go. MMFR. Uh, jewels and gems. Yep. Uh, go see gems. Wait for streaming on Jewel. Yeah. There you have it. Uh, may your Mad Max Fury Road. Oh wait, I watched that by the way <laughs> this last week. Uh, just, Did you watch yeah. Mad Max Fury Road? Yeah, yeah, just stuck another one in. Why not? Get it in there. Let's see what's going on. See if it's uh, still a thing I love. Oh yeah, it is. It's still an amazing movie film, and I still say, you know, everyone's looking back at the decade. What was the biggest movie of the decade for you? Well, sure. that's easy answer for me. My gosh, it's easy. And there were a lot yeah. of great movies, and there's a lot of ones that are pretty close to it. And I'll sing those praises all day, but. That thing still sitting pretty at number one. Still, still uh, uh, holds up. Holds up, and how? All right. Now here's the question. I forgot to test this before the show. Oh yeah, okay. The, I'm gonna add Dunaway. He's in today. Uh, the problem is I forgot to test why I couldn't get Hangouts call-ins to work last week. So I'm just gonna try it again. And chat room, you tell me if you get voicemail or not. Uh, it's currently set to accept your call, so try it, okay, 801-471-0462. If it doesn't work, ping me on Discord, we'll add you that way. Uh, but let's give it a shot and see what happens. But for now, right. this. It's time for us to play some Babel Royale with our good friend all the way across the continent. You know him, you love him. It's Brian Dunaway from South Carolina. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, and thanks for saying that I'm your good friend. Oh, you are. You're one of our favorite. That's you're, nice. You're, this is a, this, here's a truth. I'm going to share a truth. Everybody sit down and listen to this truth. I've known Dunaway since 2005, early 05. Mm -hmm. And uh, I consider him to be one of the great friends I've ever had. 
And so, Agreed. so there you go. He's he's great, and I'm gonna beat him today. That's what we're gonna do today. <laughs> and as you often do with your friends, you smack talk a little. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That's right. That's how you know you have good friends if you can smack talk and not get offended. You know what I mean? Right. Like Brian will yeah. sometimes send me uh, Dunaway will send me the worst things over texts <laughs> or over other stuff, and you're just like, if we didn't know each other. Stuff. We, yeah. we would right. hate this but. stuff i would be right. horrified for other people to see right. yeah. not yeah. not not racist or anything like that it's just more like usually some type of bodily function that is not appropriately to talk about usually is where it goes yeah reside. yeah like i'll give you an example that's not so bad i might say hey you bag of camel semen that's mm-hmm. a, that's <laughs> right that's and then he'll write back with something way worse and then i'll try to top that <laughs> We've been doing this for, what, 15 years now. So. 15 years. <laughs> yeah, think of that. And we haven't run out of material yet. Nope, still plenty of uh, genetic material from the camels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Anyway, uh, so I think someone's probably tried to call, but it isn't working for them. Dang it, I meant to test this before, and I forgot to do it sure. because I'm just too, too into just getting everything else ready. All right, sure. so... If you uh, desire to be the uh, contestant today and that number's not working for you, I, I will figure this out between now and the next time we do this. Oh, I know why. I think I just figured why? it out. Why? Uh, okay. Don't run on this page. Okay. I think I think an ad blocker may have been stopping it. Oh, gotcha. Just figure that out. Okay, now let's try it. Somebody call that number. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you know the you know the tone, the I thing. I know the songs. I know all the tunes. All right, that's pretty good. <laughs> the new K-Tail album, Brian sings so, I mean, the social media are, hits. Are the social media hits the like the modern day TV jingle? Is that we're going to be singing those that's, twenty years from now? That's right. Maybe interesting. You're going to be riding in the elevator, getting a little bit of elevator music. Well, it's because we don't have other we don't have other stuff anymore, do we? We don't have like the Mandalorian has the best uh, music. Oh, it's amazing! Every, every every week, I'm like, oh yeah, now this is a TV show. Yeah. They, oh yeah. And when they do riffs on this thing here, this oops, why isn't it playing? Oh, it is. It's just quiet. When they do riffs on this, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Andrew uh, Allen, Andrew Allen, by the way, has uh, recorded a jazz cover of the Mandalorian theme. I need to get oh, that uh, it's over to you so we can play it on the show. It's very. I've heard it's very good. Copy? Very good. Yeah. Yeah, and we can play that live. That's the thing we can play without it's worrying true. about YouTube. Yeah. yeah, I think right when they they wouldn't ding us for that. I see no problem with that whatsoever. According to how well Andrew did, maybe yeah. it's a little too good. It's worth checking. We'll <laughs> give it a shot. All right. Well, I take it back. Apparently, that wasn't the problem. Uh, we still can't seem to uh, <laughs> get anybody's phone calls in. So I'm going to take somebody via uh, the uh, Discord there, and I'm going to pause audio while we do it. Seitler and people always. <laughs> because the way it's spelled so i just misspelled it even worse oh okay so. well i'm gonna call you von smeagler yeah, for the so rest yeah, of von time so, all right hey how you guys doing we're very good thank you for your patience uh while we welcome. work this out yeah welcome yeah. to the show uh it's very nice to have you here he's a travis of a very different stripe not quite the tv's travis we're used to but we'll take no. any travis we can get hey brian ibbett do you want to explain to this particular travis how this works and what he could win Really a Travis is a Travis is a Travis. Uh, so, uh, Travis, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. The two of them are going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives me a wrong answer, they repeat an answer, or 
They take too long to come up with an answer. The win is going to go to the other player. Your job is going to be to predict who's going to win based on today's topic. Today, you're playing for a pair of Steam games courtesy of Wesley, Anomaly Korea, and Mm -hmm. Contagion. Mm -hmm. Contagion. Mm -hmm. Contagion's very Um, good. I like that game. This is a good one, yes. Uh, So those are the prizes you can win. Let's give them their topic. This one comes to us courtesy of listener Dave Collingborn. Thank you, Dave Collingborn. Um, with uh, you know the the newest Warcraft uh, World of Warcraft expansion on the horizon, and a, and somewhat of a return of the Lich King in that um, uh, that that video that we saw the cut the uh, uh, announcement video. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave wanted to know how many of the bosses from Ice Crown Citadel <laughs> Scott and Brian could remember. <laughs> This is unfair to Brian, but that's okay. Uh, Let's do it. it might be. Yeah. It might be. He, so, he, did you ever play that, uh, Brian Dunaway? So uh, <laughs> if there was ever a topic that I was more prepared for, yeah. it wasn't this. It wasn't this. <laughs> I think he never, I don't think you played, uh, I don't think Lich King was even in your. Uh, really? Your no, no, I played I play Lich King. That was the last thing I played, and I, I didn't play it real long, but I, I, I did play a little bit. Mm. Okay. You might be okay. Oh, might be all right. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello. Yes, Brian. Uh-huh. Are you there, Brian? I can. I can hear him. Oh no! I, Who? I, I, huh? <laughs> Hello. No, I thought you were. I thought you were. Giving, I think we were waiting for Brian to say something <laughs> next. Meaning you, Brian uh, Ibbett. You were about to say. Oh something. no! Uh, Travis was talking, so I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, Travis, were you saying something? Some people are polite. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, out. oh, I had no, him muted. Sorry, my bad. Go ahead. Oh, I, uh, my wife and I uh, didn't get on the World of Warcraft bandwagon until like right at the tail end of. Um, uh, oh, shoot. Blanking on the name. Oh, my gosh. What was the first expansion? Uh, oh, uh, Burning Crusade. Uh, Burning Crusade. Crusade. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, like, right during kind of the, the uh, pre launch for Wrath. So like mm-hmm. we we started our characters, we're like just getting used to things, and then suddenly we're seeing like the the plague spreading everywhere and dead bodies all over the place, and we <laughs> couldn't figure out if this was just part of the game, or we eventually oh. figured out it was that. That's pretty was, awesome, though. I kind of have, I'm, a, for us, I'm a little jealous of that because that was yeah. that would be a cool way to experience <laughs> that, not really know what was going yeah, on. It, it was just so insane. It's like, what on earth is going on in this game? Yeah, uh, and actually, uh, that's. That's how I became part of the tadpole. Was I came across oh. the instance around that time oh. and started listening. Oh, perfect, so, perfect timing yeah, then no. for this question. This is yeah. awesome. Well, who do you? Uh, but yeah, who, who do you, so, who do you think have, wins and who who should start? I I kind of have a bit of a feeling that Scott's going to win <laughs> this, so I'm going to throw Brian a bone and let him go first. All right. Oh, isn't that <laughs> nice? Thank yeah. you very much. So, so we recap the question for me, Ibit. Sure. Make sure that I got this. Solid. There are 12 bosses in the Ice right. Crown Ice Cream Citadel raid. The Ice Cream Citadel, right, right, ice right. Ice Cream Citadel. Yeah. Uh, how many of the 12 bosses from the Wrath of the Lich King raid can you name? I'm going to use one right away, and it's either going to okay. make me a great fool or it's going to be the easiest one of them all. Okay. I'm going to go with the Lich King himself. Well done. The number 12, the, the last boss you face. Very good. <laughs> Nicely I'm glad done. glad you got that one out of the way. Yeah, well done on that. All right. Um, Scott. I, I will start at the beginning with 
my favorite, Bone Storm, and that's Lord Marogar, or Marogar, yeah, however you say it. Yep, Lord Marogar, absolutely the first boss. The, the, the last time that I felt really useful as a rogue before that fight, where you actually have locks that only rogues can see mm -hmm. on the floor, traps, mm -hmm. and we have to go mm -hmm. dismantle those traps. And Oh, I forgot I had that mechanic that. in there. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. We played, I mean, I have to, I, I, admit, I will admit a certain advantage here. I played uh, this every other night with a raid team of 10 people. We had a 10-man raid team, and we played Lich King until our eyes bled. Like it was. So your eyes bled it's, literally. It's the most committed eyes hardcore rating I ever did in the game. Like I was super into it. So this, this is almost un, so unfair that it's almost fair again. That's how unfair <laughs> this is. It's right. almost it's almost come full circle back to being fair. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> and I think this is about as far as I played into the Lich King. <laughs> I remember, I remember a, a lady death whisper. Yes, there you go. The second boss you encounter, Lady Death Whisper. Oh, yeah. yeah nice job. Uh, she's the one that, uh, let's see, had that long, uh, uh, almost like a, a, a cathedral room. Yes, she was, and she was, she was cool. She was cool. I'll Very good. Like Lady her. Death Whisper, boss I'll, number two. I'll do Arthas's uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, Drake Dragon, Undead Dragon Chicky Poo was Cindergosa. Cindergosa, <laughs> correct. Yeah. Very good. You're the, the penultimate. To use that word again, the penultimate boss. Yeah. Pen, pen, penultimate, yes. She, she had some. Like she that. she had some. She repeated all the time, and I can't remember what it was. Someone in the chat will remember. But she was constantly repeating it, and yes. it was really annoying. After a while, right. right? Something consumes you. I don't remember what it was. Yes, something <laughs> consumes you. Okay, so. Every time she and, used her ultimate power or whatever, yeah. it was like that that same phrase would yep. play over and over. Over and over. <sighs> okay. So those are the only two names I know. <laughs> okay. So from now on, everything else is going to be just character elements of things that I kind of remember. And you know what? I feel like that might be a fair way to to. I, to this. I agree. I agree. It has to be has to be pretty. You know, if you if you can tell me the boss, describe the boss without giving me a name, I will absolutely give it to you. Right. Uh, okay. Well, I remember like this Viking-looking guy with like a big beard and things, but that's about as much as I remember about that guy. And I just don't know if that's going to be enough to really qualify me. Uh, Peter, I wonder if you're thinking of Ulduar and, um, well, maybe oh, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound familiar, but no, maybe okay. it is. No, I, well, like I, I said, I, this may be a totally, I'm going to say maybe something totally different than I'm thinking of. It just seems mm -hmm. like during that time, I remember battling, are you? Oh, I know you're thinking of. <clears throat> you thinking of the guy that said, I'll, "I'll paint your blade, I'll paint your face with my blood, or paint my face that's, with your blood." Yes. That guy. That's the one. That's he, the one. He is from. Uh, he's from a dungeon in the same expansion. So you're not too far off. He's right, a Vicral right. dude. I forgot his name. Forgot his name. But yeah, he. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. But anyway, yes, that's a dude in the game, but he is not in Ice Crown Citadel. No. No. Brian, so I think <laughs> I, I we can't accept it. Sorry that. Uh, can I try oh, to get? Oh can I try okay. to get as many as I can to see if how much Absolutely. I remember? Let's All see right. how many you can get. Yeah. Uh, gunship battle. Sure, that's yeah, not a boss, but uh, but but listed in my uh thing here is number three. Yeah, that was a thing you had to fight. Um, mm -hmm. Sarafang's son, uh, uh, 
uh, death uh, Deathbringer Deathbringer's Sour Fang fight. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. ah, wait, I remember that one actually. Yeah, yep. that was a sad thing actually. Stuck with me. Um, Fester Gut. Uh huh. Professor Putricide. Uh huh. What fools everyone? Uh, Rot Face was like Fester Gut. In fact, they were kind of uh-huh. connected. All that in the Plague Works wing. I don't. Yep. I don't know none of that. Uh, the the Vampire Lady. Um. Um. Uh, Blood Queen. Lurg 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 Lana Luna. Lana, Lunathel, something like that. Blood Queen. Sure, close enough. Lanathiel. Yep. Um, <laughs> said Cindergrosa. Who am I missing? Oh, Blood Prince Council. It's the one with the things that drop mm-hmm. slowly to the floor and you had to soak them. Right, right. The three, the three vampire uh, boy band. How many do I have left? One. One that hasn't been named. <laughs> one that has not been named. Oh my gosh, I might not know that one. Oh, oh, the Green Dragon. Um, yes. Who, who uh, 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 you don't have to, you don't have to kill. You have to save. It, yeah, it's like an opposite rare... of saving it. That's right. And it's a, it's a, it's one of those. Um, you see her again in 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 other expansions. I think it's a her. Oh, I don't remember her name. But there was I'll a lot. I'll tell of... you, it's uh, Valithria ah, Dreamwalker. That's it. Okay, yes. well, I was close. Green, green uh, the Green Needle. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Green Needle, Bone Storm. Uh, well, excellent uh, work there. You know what that means. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It means that TV, uh, t- not TV's Travis, the other Travis. <laughs> the radio's the Travis. Travis. Yeah, radio's <laughs> Travis. Uh, he is the winner. Now, here's the easy thing about your life right now. I have you already in a private message. Uh, I'm going to add Brian Ibbett to that Ooh. message, oh, and then we can just talk back could, and forth. You could just copy this cell right here and... Oh, I could do that and just give it to him. You could. Well, here I'll do that too. Uh, I'll okay. do. I'll do both. So there it cool. is. It's now in your thing, and you now own An- Anomaly Korea and Contagion. Congratulations and well done. And it was fantastic having you on, man. Thanks for being so patient. Well, with us. thank you. Thank you very much, Brian. By the way, don't don't feel too bad. Like I said, you know, we started right before Rats launched. I know. I don't think we even touched stepped foot in one of those raids <laughs> until even. later. It's too bad. It's too bad. The question wasn't. It's too bad. The question wasn't. What? What? What raid did your cow die in and never? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nailed it. Yep. Nailed exactly. it. Uh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Maybe I should have said name anything from World no, of Warcraft gonna... while Scott has to name things from <laughs> Icecraft. Oh, that is hilarious. That would be great. Just name anything. Thousand Needle. Name Perfect. Anything. There exactly. You go. <laughs> Just name anything. <laughs> well, uh, well done, everybody. That was way fun. I enjoyed it, and also it was a good test of my memory because man, I played that a lot. If, if there was any, if there's any chunk of content that I just repeated ad nauseum in World of Warcraft's history, it's that. Just played yeah, uh, Ice such Crown. A great, over, such a great over. raid. Yeah, it yeah. was really something. I mean, it needed to be too, right? Because it was like the mm-hmm. the pinnacle of that game. Quite literally was that was that experience. Mm-hmm. And they've never quite hit that. As far as yeah. I'm concerned, that raid level has never been hit since. No. And I got drug along with a lot of higher level people than me, and I I was just mostly just going, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of nice, walking behind. That's a nice thing about being a content creator in the Frog Pants universe. You yeah, get, you get carried when you when you exactly need to go exactly. It's like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm back here. Yeah, occasionally I'll throw something. I'll throw something. Yeah, I accidentally. Accidentally aggro something. Yeah. Everybody killed. It's yeah. okay, Brian. It's all right. <laughs> Just this next time, maybe don't shoot the guy. Okay. Right. 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 Just saying. 
Dude, I've been there a hundred times. I totally get it. Um, all right. Uh, Brian Dunaway, everybody, will be on with me later today at 3.30 Mountain Time. That's 5.30 his time in the Eastern Time Zone, doing an episode of The Boop Show. That's right. Boop. What have we been playing these holidays? Well, we'll talk about it and why they're great and why you should get them or why you should avoid them. That's later today at frogpants.tv, 3.30 Mountain Time with me and Brian Dunaway. Brian, have Do a it. fantastic day. Dang it, Lich King. Bye. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, very good. It was one of those, Brian, I don't know if you've had one of these in a while, but one of those moments where it was so, it went so well Mm -hmm. that when you finally beat him Mm -hmm. and after banging your head against the thing for, I don't know how many tries that the entire, like at the time, Ventrilo group just uproar screaming on top of each other, yelling. I mean, there's nothing quite like that experience when you finally played something. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm trying to remember the name of the raid team because this was before Furt Raid yeah. for me. I'm trying to remember the name of the raid team that I was uh, uh, that that I did that content with, and I can't remember. Um, was it? Uh, it wasn't the Guillaume, Banana Hammock people. Uh, what's that? Banana Hammock. They were a group. No. No. Um, boy. Uh, I don't remember let's either. See. I don't remember any of those names. Yeah, I'm looking to see because I can remember a couple people who are in it, and I can't remember um, the team name. Oh well, those were good days, man. Those were good days. Yeah, yeah I had sure. a t- I had a ten man. I just loved those guys. They were amazing. Mm-hmm. One of them's a little weird now, but uh... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. it was great at the yeah. time. Uh, all right, we don't have time for news, but we do have time to pimp ANTP, the finale, again. I just think people need that's to be right. reminded that's out there, so tell them where they can get it. For sure, yeah. America's Next Top Podcaster, we had the finale, went up on the feed last week, but uh, of course, because it's podcasting, it's still there. You can go you can actually go listen to the entire second season. Binge it, if you will, like a like a Netflix show or a Hulu show or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, it was a great season, and uh, you know, help you prepare for a future season coming up in 2020. Uh, it's a good one to listen to. Uh, go check it out, America's Next Top Podcaster, and we will have the um, interview that Alex did with the runner-up uh, going out on the feed, I believe today or tomorrow. So um, nice. So go listen to that. So uh, yeah, America's Next Top Podcaster.com. Go listen. Uh, nice. I uh, really enjoyed it. Somebody in the chat room yesterday or some somewhere mm-hmm. said um, jury. Oh, it was the instance I think or something. Anyways, somebody said jury's so his new show is so good. The Raise the yeah, Dead raise podcast. The dead. They go, yeah. it's so good. He should he should uh, register to be a contestant on ANTP next season. <laughs> I'm like, I think he's a judge still and is now and doesn't ca- you yeah. can't do that. It's not like you can it have. It would be a little unfair too. I think he's. Uh, yeah, he's further uh, down the but, road than. And he's even talked about how ANTP improved Raise the Dead, like how he used a lot of the things that he learned from you and Jenny and Tom and the contestants in uh, ANTP. Um, oh, I have little doubt about uh, to that. To help make Raise the Dead better. At yeah. the very least, I think it he just it, it made him think about little stuff that you normally would skip over. Right. You know, like the probably his details. own criticisms of other people's podcasts. He just knew that he couldn't do <laughs> those same things in his own podcast and get away with it. Now that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. If you're going to be critical about one thing, you got to like now look at your own stuff and go, Oh wait, am I doing that? I might be doing that's that. That's right. Exactly. 
Well, anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, <laughs> major spoilers time with Steven Schleicher. Uh, that'll be fun. Stick around for that. We also have the best of Brian Ibbett for 2019 mashup. Oh, That's God. coming up. Okay. Very excited. A couple of calls even today. Man, just action-packed oh, content. So much stuff. So much stuff. So little time. So let's take a break, take a song, and see what we can do after that. What do you got? And we better get this music going here. Uh, your Indie in the Middle today comes from the keyboardist, for the string cheese incident. Scott, do you know the string cheese incident? No, but I have a string cheese incident, but I don't know about the band. <laughs> In my past? Yeah. Uh, they're a jam band. Um, actually, really, really good jam band that always travels uh, through Colorado, hits Red Rocks for a couple nights every every year. Uh, my friend Bruce is uh, friends with a member of the band, and uh, he'll go see them you know, in any nearby city. Bruce will go see the string cheese incident. They're uh, They're great. Um, they, uh, and they're touring right now with Umphreys McGee, which is a great combo. Uh, anyway, uh, Kyle Hollingsworth is the keyboard player for the string cheese incident. He's released his brand new solo EP, which is called 2020. The, uh, the EP actually comes out in February, but you're going to get to hear this song right now. It's called tough Knoll's retreat. It is an instrumental, a little proggy, a little jam bandy, and it's really, really good. Here's Kyle Hollingsworth and tough Knoll's retreat. <laughs>
guys this episode sponsored by blue chew remember the days when you were ready to go remember that well now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's blue like the color blue blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach and since they're chewable they work up to twice as fast as a pill you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. So apparently, if you shave a slit in one of your eyebrows, it means you're a lesbian. However, if you completely shave off both of your eyebrows, it means you're mentally ill. And you see her butter coming out from the hole? <laughs> this is the morning stream, and we're gonna need a bigger boat. back everybody i gotta you're gonna hear it over the next few days but this dude here and you see how butter coming out from the hole this is from yes. this so is from, the russian butter reviewer did you read did you watch reviewer? that video by chance no i didn't somebody oh. sent me a link to it and i haven't watched it yet but is it is it as great as it sounds it's so great brian i don't even know why <laughs> it's so great like i've never heard anybody who's so enthusiastic about like butter accessories than this guy <laughs> and apparently he's got multiple things like this he'll he'll take like a weird thing you'd never think of like oh these are apple core removers yeah. or these are you know yeah. these weird things you see on infomercials and he gets so excited and almost never negative about anything even if something doesn't work well he goes i don't know kind of cool what do you think do you like it do you think i should keep doing it? this is one i should keep like thumbs up thumbs down okay next one he just keeps moving <laughs> He's the most positive he, person. I just love it. Probably really pushing for those Amazon review uh, freebies that you get. If you have a lot of reviews and a lot of watched reviews, then you get uh, um, then Amazon starts sending you stuff to review. Yeah, or, or people on Amazon. Yeah, I assume so. That's a lot of the stuff that um, uh, Lamar uh, Lamar. I can't think of Lamar's last name all of a sudden. Lamar Wilson. He's uh, oh, he does DTNS once in a while. Anyway, he's great. We love that guy. But huh. he, he does similar stuff like that. He'll get. To get on a roll, I think he did the Oreo thing for a long time, where Oreo was sending him every new flavor they got and wow. and stuff like that. That that's a fun, like the shoe guy on the on the Jeff Goldblum episode that just unboxes shoes. Oh right, 
eventually people just start yeah. sending you their shoes right. so that you get a popular view of unboxing their shoes. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Crazy Russian Hacker is his uh, YouTube channel. Well, he's a, he's a I can't treat. wait. I've, I've got his YouTube page now queued up, so it'll be the next thing I see after TMS. I mean, today. just listen to this pure joy right here. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. He's so excited. <laughs> he's just rubbing butter, and he's got these amazing butter things. And actually, one or two of those things seemed kind of rad. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, anyway, check him out if you haven't. You'll hear more about him on the show because I captured a bunch of stuff from it. Uh, all right. We are going uh, down the street to Kansas. Uh, yeah, sure. As you as you know, it's a part of the United States. Weather, uh, weather battered, snow battered Kansas, if I remember correctly. Oh, are they currently? Uh, from, the, from this last weekend's weather. Yeah, oh, I didn't Kansas realize that. Pretty hard. Well, let's find out right after okay. the, the, right, this. Steven. It's Steven Schleicher in Hayes, Kansas. Are you, are you buried in snow? Like, what's the deal? No. We oh. got mostly oh. rain on oh, really? okay. uh, do, 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 do Friday night. Yeah, I think it was Friday night. Oh, okay. And then we you got. Guys like, were maybe... in a weather. Oh weather yeah, yeah, storm yeah. We watch were. or winter storm watch. Uh, zone. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, this was the first major kind of storm that we had since the basement flooded back in August, since we had that issue. Oh right. And so I kept waking up like every two hours, going, uh, "It's raining pretty hard. Maybe I should go down and check the basement, make sure it's not leaking." Yeah. Mm. Did you and do so that? Did you go that? But then. Did you go check oh, yeah, it? Like you problem. get up and go down there and look? Every yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, because I was like, I just got this room put back together. It looks fantastic. Yeah. I don't want to have to tear everything. <laughs> you don't have right, any, another flood. Yeah. You don't have any yeah. long boxes on the floor anymore, right? You've done. You've done. No, away. they're they're built up on some uh, two by four platforms. Okay, that's good. You don't want to. So they're they're you know the basement could you know. I don't, I'm not even going to say anything. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. Nope. Not, not even going to jinx it. Don't tempt not fate. Even jinx it. Yeah, don't tempt fate. I have a, another friend who lives in um, somewhere in Kansas, forget where they are, but they said that the snow that was supposed to hit everybody, most of it ended up in the mountains, I guess, or whatever mountains there are. Yeah, the mountains of Kansas, yes. Yeah, well, there was something there, like a... Uh, <laughs> I, I, maybe down in the southwest corner, because yeah, uh, it passed by us on Saturday, and then it looked like it really intensified by the time it hit like Salina East. Yeah. So maybe maybe people in Salina or um, Eastern Kansas got a lot more snow, but we did not. We got like a quarter of an inch. I think it kept moving because we ended up getting a bunch. Uh, yeah. Last night, yeah. in fact, got a couple inches anyway. Wow. Um, really cold though right now. Man, it's freaking cold. Don't yeah. want, don't want yeah. to go outside. No, no desire. Except no. Brian's gonna too go much, too it. much chill. Too yeah, much chill. Too, too much chill. <laughs> Uh, well, Stephen, it's a fantastic opportunity once again to have you here on a Monday. We talk oh, about all these yeah. nerdy things. After today, things. I'm not going to talk to you guys for the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fine, we won't either. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. The rest of the year is Stephen free. That's just how it's going to be. Uh, but we, so, all right, Mandalorian episode eight. Oh, my God. Episode eight, so good. It's very good. Yeah. It's very good. The entire series is very good. It is my Star Wars right now. It's what I want the most out of Star Wars. Yeah. And they're delivering to me what I want, and it's great. Um, I had mixed. I, I had some mixed feelings about a certain reveal. Um, not in a bad way. Not in oh, like a like. Yeah. Should they have done it? My my big my mixed feeling comes from. You know it's weird. I was worried what everyone else was gonna think, because hmm. I know who the actor is. Right. I know what's up in there, but I don't know how many other people do. And I and I don't want this. I don't want this show to end up on like Twitter's like fart list because everyone's going to be you know it, it, for example 
so, sorry everyone if I'm dancing around this. I'm trying to not be spoilery, but there's a there's a let's say in Frasier, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> when when Daphne and Niles have Maris. they have this thing oh. the whole the whole series where there's just like a weird tension and Miles, Niles really likes her and it's kind of sweet, but she doesn't really know he feels that way and it goes on goes on goes on and then eventually they make the giant mistake of having them get together. Yeah. Another example would be is if um you know, if on the the Tim, what was the Tim Allen show? The the where he made stuff. Uh, home <laughs> the, improvement. Yeah, home improvement. And you yeah. had the neighbor who you never <laughs> oh, saw above right. his eyes. Yeah. When you finally, yeah. It's, it's like when you finally show that guy. It's like I don't know if they ever did, but it's like a big deal. So there's a there's a thing like that in Mandalorian, and and I and I worry I worried what other people would think. I was fine with. It. I'm 100% cool with it. And I actually kind of like the context uh, in which it happened. I was totally fine with it. But I don't I worry about what other people think. Apparently I should have worried what you thought, Stephen. I think they could have done that entire sequence with an over the shoulder shot mm. where you just see the back of that one person's head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're bad at this. We're bad at the spoiler coverage. We're yeah, so I mean is it it's yeah, I mean I guess it could be considered a spoiler, but it's not really a spoiler. Not really. Hey guys, guess not what? Really. Mandalorians don't like taking their helmets off. There, we've said it. I they, mean it would be I'd say it's a spoiler if it was somebody that we'd seen before and you're like, Oh my god, he's that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's suddenly yeah. been revealed that oh my god, he really is a clone of Boba Fett. Yeah. Lando's my, the Mando. My <laughs> my wife turned to me, this is kind of funny. She turned to me and she goes, I thought that was the justified guy. And I said, what? Oh, and she goes, yeah, 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 I thought it was Timothy Oliphant from, from Justified. Oh. <laughs> and I said, no, that was never him. She goes, I, his voice was yeah. always like that to me. And I'm like, all right. Well, she she got a, she got a different experience yeah, I than was, I did. I was disappointed in that. I didn't uh, That was the, the big part of the sequence that I was disappointed in because oh, it's, really? it is the way. And they could have done it with an over-the-shoulder and not revealed it to the audience at all. Yeah, okay. but at some point you got to, right? No, you don't got to. Well, look at Judge Dredd. Look at how great Judge Dredd was. You had you saw him without the helmet on, yeah. but you saw it from so far away, and he was so much in shadow. You never saw his face. Which, you never saw Carl Urban's face. Oh, Carl Urban one, yeah, that one's that's a good movie. Yeah. Why did they never not follow Listen, that one up? That was even so good. when Django Fett's helmet came off, his head came with it. So you didn't <laughs> exactly, see his face. he was that <laughs> was devoted way. to the way. <laughs> yeah, and it, it weighed virtually nothing because his kid picked it up like it was paper. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Seven pounds. We heard we heard that from Jonathan Lipnicki that it's only yeah. supposed to be seven pounds. Yeah. So I would I would have done that. You could have totally done it with an over the shoulder shot. I don't know how much of no blood and violence Disney wants to tone down in those movies, but you could have you could have seen the wound and just left it at the back of his head that way and just been like, "Ooh, they're going to really go all in on this and never show it." I guess what I liked about it was the the juxtaposition of the other entity that was with him. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I that, mean, that, that, that really, concept was interesting yeah. to me, and it was a, it was a yeah, real yeah. it was a real coming together of a few threads of the series that I really liked. I also didn't know till the very end that Taiki Watiti freaking directed this yeah. episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, it certainly felt like there was a little bit of uh, Tarantino there at the beginning. Yeah, but also, you know what? That's a total Taika deal too. Like the to kind of yeah. bring humor into your thing. Yeah. Right, um, and that's the werewolves uh, in what we do in the shadows. Right. The yeah. And that's the part of The Mandalorian that I wanted to talk about because there's really no spoilers. Uh, if you had seen episode seven, you know what has happened to the baby Yoda. Mm -hmm. And we spend, oh, it's like six minutes 
of these scout troopers uh, just having a conversation and being horrible, horrible, horrible people to the baby Yoda. But, you know, these two guys just sitting around having a conversation about stuff is totally in line with what we've seen in Star Wars before. If you've seen A New Hope, uh, then you know that in that reactor scene, you know, they the two troopers are standing there and one of them turns to the other and says, oh, you know about the new BT-16s or whatever they are, BT-16s. Right. Uh, you know, they're having those conversations. If people love that kind of stuff, which I'm sure they're going to maybe explore maybe a little bit more in the future, then I would suggest people run out and pick up a copy of Star Wars Tag and Bink Were Here, mm. which is the... Uh, tale, it's basically um, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, but of the Star Wars universe, where there are these two stormtroopers that are just like, we need to get the F out of here. <laughs> right. You know, and, and or else we're going to die in this Death Star. Yeah. And right. it, there's two series uh, of them, and it's just hysterical and it's just fun. And it's like, what do stormtroopers do? What are they like? Yeah. The most interesting thing that I've seen the comments being made about those uh, opening minutes of episode eight is, oh, this feels very much like uh, 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 Troops, the Kevin Rubio fan film mm-hmm. that was done in like 98, something like that, 96. Mm-hmm. Um, Tag and Bink Were Here is written by Kevin Rubio. Oh, okay. So if you are a fan of the Star Wars and you're a fan of Troops and you're a fan of, of uh, Kevin Rubio, go and check out Tag and Bink Were Here. Okay. I'm into it. I, I want to. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that. I didn't know that was a thing. So, uh, so people know too. Those two scout troopers were played by Jason Sudeikis mm-hmm. and Man, Adam Polly. And uh, Jason Sudeikis, his scout trooper is the one that punched. So, <laughs> if you want to be mad, he's the one to be mad at. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, be yeah. mad at Taika Waititi. He wrote it. Yeah. He wrote that. That. You know, I don't Jason, think he. Wrote, I think Jason it was just uh, written by uh, John Favreau. Oh, was it? I think he just. I think uh, Waititi just directed. Oh, just directed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know I mean, uh, that makes sense it though because he, yeah. he wrote a lot of that stuff. But, but yeah, you're, Brian's right. It felt like a, like I immediately when all that stuff was going on, I was like, this has a familiar ring to it. When I saw his name at the end of the thing, I went, oh well, of course the guy that directed Thor Ragnarok did this. Of course mm-hmm. he did, because those moments were very him. But he also, you know, had some really poignant stuff later. And I don't know what to make of the final bit with uh, with the, the with the Chicken King of Albuquerque. I don't know what happened with him. <laughs> oh, so God dang it, Scott! How how far are you into Star Wars Rebels? Uh, not far enough. Like I yeah, don't... not far enough. This is why you need to be through at least season two of Star Wars Rebels to understand what was going on with with uh, um, Breaking Bad yeah. in this oh, really? in this show okay. because all that stuff is deep Mandalorian lore that they explore in uh, in Rebels. Okay. Is there a significance to the item in his hand? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because yes. it had it had a quality to it that because I'm not used to. I'm not yeah. used to seeing when it when it first appears, I'm like, oh, they are <laughs> seriously going with the because that was one of the big complaints in Star Wars Clone Wars yeah. was that they actually made the lightsabers look like blades, like sabers, mm. right? Right. And then when it popped through and I was like, oh my gosh, it is that saber. Mm. Then it's like, oh, Scott's going to love this if he's far enough into I'm not far enough. Dang Rebels. it. All right. I'm going to yeah, keep digging through Rebels then. It's, it's a huge major plot point for, um, I want to say, the second to last season of Star Wars Rebels. Well, because David Filoni is one of the yes, main runners the, and directors yes. on this thing and writers. He's also, he's the Rebels guy. 
So yes, he is I, the Rebels and Clone Wars guy. So he must be having some fun doing crossover stuff. That's great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks okay. like I need to get caught up on Rebels too because uh, yeah, I watched yeah, yeah. all of Clone Wars. I've not watched any of Rebels. I but, love hey, Rebels so what, far. That's what and I'm, Disney I'm, Plus is for. I keep telling people, "Oh, I'm watching Rebels and I really like it." And people go, "Oh, just wait till you get to season three. I'm like, well, yeah. Okay, well, let me get through season one, which I am enjoying. <laughs> I'm not going to skip any of this. So far, it seems good. Uh, but yeah, th- this has become the Star Wars I I, I give a poop about. Like, is that, mm-hmm. I'm, no, I'm not I'm not pooping on the movies. They're fine. And the old movies are obviously really important to me and. The prequels, not so much, and these new ones, I'm a little mad on, but uh, they're still. I think it's in still season fun. three. A lot of people, I think a lot of people want you to see season three of that, is because I think that's when Ahsoka shows up as in season three. Oh yeah, and she's a, a Twi'lek. A, and I'm, yes, person. and I'm also going to spoil everything for you, Scott. Just about everyone in Star Wars shows up in uh, Rebels. In Rebels, yeah, Rebels seems to have a lot of fan service already. Yeah, even. like second episode, yeah. I've already got R two and three PO walking around. So yes, uh, Lando Calrissian shows up. In, oh, really? Cool. Yeah, he's got a he's got a really cool arc too. Is he voiced by? Uh... I think he's also voiced by Billy D. Williams. Okay, well, let's see. That's better than having Billy. D. I have a strong opinion about having Billy D. Williams in your movie live action. I think he just sort of sat around like furniture. I don't think he was. Actually, <laughs> I don't think he was actually too much I, of a. I saw him walking with a cane uh, in. Uh, yeah. I think during the premiere. Oh well, so see he here I am giving the guy crap, and he's got and some Jimmy problem. Kimmel he was, yeah. Ah, dang it! I, I, I spoke too soon. Then I feel bad. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, dick. maybe include that in the thing, though. I think that would have been kind of cool. Like he's, you know, we know uh, he you know. did. If you watch, if you again, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen uh, Rise of Skywalker. When he first gets on that transport, he is carrying a cane. Yeah. Oh, he was? Okay. I didn't see that. Yeah, when they're out in the desert and they're getting on that oh, transport right. unit, he's got a cane in his hand that he quickly sets down. Now, I'm going to make an admission here that's kind of embarrassing, and it makes me a little bit of a dumb white kid, okay? But growing up, no. I thought Apollo Creed and Lando Calrissian were played by the same person. Now, what's great about that, What's wrong with that is I that's dumb, and I don't know why I thought that. Okay, that's number one. But number two, all these years later, I do know the difference between Lando and and uh, sure. Apollo. Carl but how Weathers, great yeah. is it that Carl yeah. Weathers is in The Mandalorian in a major way, and Lando is back in the movies at the same time? The two the two conflated people I had are both in the universes that I love. Isn't that great? That's great. Yeah. Right? So my yeah. my 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 strange sort of side racism has turned out great in the end. <laughs> You know, it's really worked out. Is that Paul of Creed? The term side racism. <laughs> I dab- where I've dabbled just in a little minor racism. It's all come, it's all come, you know, around for me. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so, oh gosh, what else is there to say? It's just great and people should watch it. Uh, it's yeah. freaking season, great. Season two will debut in the fall of 2020. Uh, you also... Uh, said that you have a comic book recommendation for people who love Dave. Yeah, that's the tag. That's oh, the that's tag the one. Oh, okay, okay. I thought there was a, an additional one. I was like, man, he's really bringing the gifts. You're like Santa Claus a week late. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we're still within the 12 days of Christmas, so. You also finally finished your Barcade 3D printed retro pie after two I years. I think, two I, started years. Yeah. I think I started this in 2016 when I started printing it, and mm-hmm. then it was just like I ordered the parts, and then I got too distracted with a bunch of other things, and so these parts have been sitting around I think a year and a half ago, I think I sanded everything down and glued it up and sanded it down and all the parts still sat around because I was like, "Eh, I don't know if I want to do this or not. And then, you know, over the weekend, I was like, you know what? I've been waiting too long to put this thing together. 
let's see if I can put this thing together. So I just uh, put the buttons in, attached everything, wired up to the uh, to the Raspberry Pi, found, you know, installed the RetroPie uh, software, and the thing fires up and it works. And the only thing I haven't done is put in the speakers because that has some soldering and I hate soldering. Mm. And so, but everything else, boom, it, it works great. And uh, it's really cool. And it's really tiny. It's only about, oh, I don't know, it's about a foot long by maybe six inches wide, eight inches wide, something like that. Mm. It's got a really cool uh, retro look to it, though. Like, Yeah, it does. Uh, not just arcade machine, but also those, those uh, miniature arcade machines that uh, Mattel or Hasbro mm. or one mm -hmm. of those companies made, those plastic ones that would just play Pac-Man or just play Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, the, the, then the, the difficult thing was then, okay, now I have to find some ROMs. Mm -hmm. And and so I don't know if you saw my, what the I heck did. is Stephen talking about on, on yeah, no, Twitter? I, <laughs> I knew what you were asking. And I was like, God, I, because I built mine years and years and years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was almost like there was a link when I was doing the retro pie that said, uh, yeah, we can't really give you a place to look for ROMs, but here's right, a place right. you can look for ROMs. And it was basically yeah. a link to like download every Nintendo arcade ColecoVision Atari ROM right here. And and, and to be honest, I, I'm I'm really I really dig the fact that people are into the retro like N64 NES mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I want this is a main cabinet. This is for yeah, playing play arcade games. Arcade mm -hmm. games. And mm -hmm. then then after you know I I had my fill of Pac Man and. Space Invaders and Galaga and and all the other uh, games that were and some of, some of it is trying to find the right emulator for the ROMs too right, because right. Be some of them too. will crash. Yeah, some of them are weird. Watch. It's always been a little bit of a of yeah a, of a goose. So shoot. I've talked before that years and years ago, my wife bought me the sit down arcade. Mm. Uh, so that is that is cool. That's what that little the image that I shared. That's what the little barcade is sitting on top of. Oh, oh, there it is. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And then, um, ooh, a month or so ago, I bought the arcade one-up um, X-Men oh, cabinet. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like the, it's like the one I have for, um, it's the Joust cabinet. Joust and Rampage. So you have yeah. the Joust, yeah. yeah. Do you have one, uh, Brian? I don't, huh? No. I've got uh, okay, so. But, yeah. but Brian's got a full-size Tempest right back there. I've got the full-size Tempest right over here. Yeah. And the yeah, little, and and the little Wii Tempest cool. as well. He's got more Tempest than <laughs> anybody. So here's here's the thing. Um, as much as I really want an original, like, Tempest machine or an original um, Ms. Pac-Man, yeah. um, I have discovered that uh, you can easily modify those one-up machines to be with retro with retro pie. Oh yeah. You can. Okay, I was wondering about that. Yeah, and I um, found these really cool instructions. They're super simple. The if you, if anybody wants to do this, um the machine that they're saying is the best one to modify is the Street Fighter one hmm. because it's got already basically everything oh. pre-drilled <laughs> out with all the six buttons that you need and sure. it's got the two player combo on it. So you only have to really drill two holes into the arcade top and then for like I went out and bought like 160 bucks worth of components. That's your Raspberry Pi, your buttons, your joystick, your uh, thing to convert the monitor to receive an HD signal, yeah. a little amplifier for the speaker, um, all that for like 160 bucks. Wow. And so wow. if you have the, the Street Fighter 2 arcade cabinet already, you can easily modify this. Now I said, haha, I will now go buy a Street Fighter 2 uh, cabinet yeah. and, and get down with this. Uh, they don't make that anymore. Oh, no. Oh, really? And if you can find it, and you can find it, you can go onto Amazon. There's people that are selling it. Yeah. But uh, it is no longer the $199 price tag that it once was. Yeah. 
It's oh. like as expensive or more expensive than buying uh, some of the um, the exclusive, like the X Men uh, cabinet with the risers. Some of these are going for, for like four hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, Five hundred wow. bucks just for that Street Fighter one because they know people are buying these to to uh to build to, mod. to modify uh, i'm yeah. on the walmart site and uh the the denver store has three at 199 each brian go and buy those and then turn around Just and sell, sell them for them. like 300 <laughs> go for it i went to my walmart okay. they had one they had one before christmas but they didn't have it after christmas yeah. now for people who can't get their hands on them if you can't find them and if you go to the one uh, site they do say that uh, sold out, so they may have them again. But if you can find them at a Walmart and you want to do some some modding, uh, that one is one to do it. Although, if you can't find it, the X Men Arcade, the one that I already have, um, that one is the exact same machine and the exact same button layout. Huh. Now, the only problem is the X Men game is a hundred dollars more than the Street Fighter game. Uh-huh. So, yeah. if you want a three quarter size cabinet, Scott, if you're if you still haven't jumped into this, let's build a main. Run down, see if you can find the Street Fighter uh, game, and then go, and I, I can send you a link with all the, the pieces that you need. 160 bucks. So for less than $400, um, you can build your standing main cabinet that has two-player controls, and you can also put in um, the option, the USB port, so that you can hook up your, your game controller and play some of those NES games if that's what you're into. My big hang-up is, I also want it to be arcade-focused. My biggest hang-up is I want to make my own cabinet. Yeah, so uh, here's the other thing. Full size. One of the things that they're talking... Yeah, that's that's the big thing, right? But yeah. I know that you have been des- doing some designer art stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they actually make templates now where you can... For the one-ups, where then you just drop in your art, they'll print it out in that vinyl, and then you slap it on Stick all it over. Exactly. Not just on the side, but the fronts, the tops, the marquees, everything. Really? Okay, Can yeah. you, when we're all done with this, can you send me and Brian whatever links you have? The yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. you've been following, yeah. like your instructions. And then there's a great YouTube video where the guy is just like, here, here's how easy it is. Huh. And like in 15 minutes, I guarantee you this is probably less than an hour conversion to do. Wow. Hmm. All right. That's that's low maintenance. I can do that. That's yeah. the thing I can get It, it is with. super. After I put together, the, and this is what prompted me, is finally putting together the, the 3D printed one that I did, the Barcade one, mm-hmm. and saying, well, this isn't hard at all. This is something that anybody can do now. You know, there's... I did this in the, the parts that I've done, except for the speakers, no soldering. All you got to do is just put some clips on the buttons, put the uh, cables into this USB uh, uh, adapter, mm-hmm. and then plug the USB into one of the ports on the um, Raspberry Pi, and it's done. Wow. All it, right. It's really, it is really easy to do. And then after I saw how this guy modified the uh the one-up machine i was like oh crap this is like less than an hour's work mm. you know i mean the marvel super is one again that's another one that's 399 but that's got the six button two yeah pl- it's, two player it's layout got the, too. That'd be it's got the exact one. layout um mm-hmm. the the other one that people are modding is the mortal Kombat one but mm-hmm. the button layout is a little bit different and it's not a six button layout yeah okay sure. brian you should flip it yeah. dude you should get uh, it somebody there in the chat just said the ETA, the eta uh, what's his name et prime or eta prime on YouTube, he's the one that sh- showed how to do that uh, that mod it, and he's got uh, the links to all the components that you need, and it's like 160 bucks worth of components. Is that short for estimated time of arrival? Prime? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure that is. Yes. Okay, right. that's pretty cool. Sure, that's all right. Exactly what it is. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, so I'm hoping I ended up having to order one, uh, the Street Fighter game, uh, because I don't want to drive to Denver. 
No, uh, but it should be here after <laughs> after the new year. And so like in two or three weeks, I should have this thing uh, put together and installed and everything working. I mean, so. Brian, who wants to drive to Denver? Come on. Nobody wants to drive to Denver. I mean, not fine, not with pounds of snow way. falling from the sky. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this is all good. Uh, Steven, it's fun to hang out with you. Uh, I know I'm yeah. look, I look forward to a 2020 uh, full of Steven Schleicher goodness. And uh, no, good. Do you have anything uh, before the end of the year here that you want to mention about the side or anything you got going on? Uh, well, if I could pimp my uh, Patreon just really quick. We've got a bunch of exclusive stuff coming to Patreon in 2020. Uh, that if people like RPG podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, that they might want to go check out at just the $5 level, uh, patreon.com slash major spoilers, uh, you can help us out and uh, keep us going in 2020. All right. Well, that's good. You should, because it's great stuff and amazing stuff. Every time I see the word critical, do you know what I think of? I think of you guys. I think of critical oh, hit. Sure. What a critical mess those guys. Yeah. What a critical <laughs> mess they've made. No, I, I really do. Mess. So uh, keep on keeping on. Have a fantastic rest of your year and a great 2020. Steven Schleicher, everybody. Bye, guys. Stay hydrated. See ya. Bye now. I was sure he'd say stay hydrated today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because no, that's what you got to do on your drinking night. You got to drink a lot of water. For sure. Yeah. If I do the if I do the lift thing, then I think bottles of water are going to be uh, stored in the back for yep. people. Yep. Because if you're you're already in the Mile High City, so you've already got mm-hmm. a high a high uh, altitude thing going with alcohol. Mm-hmm. So be safe, everybody. Brian's your driver. Be safe. <laughs> now we get to dive into a mashup made by Jamie Brand, our fantastic TMS mashups guy. He uh, does this stuff. He did one for me the other day for a year ender. He's done one for Brian. I'm scared. And I haven't heard it yet, but it's three and a half minutes of goodness. Oof. It's the best of Brian Ibbett. Enjoy. <laughs> This is a delicious sour cream and ranch Merlot. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What the f***, Jamie? Brian doesn't get an intro too? Let me hear that nice jazz music again. Ah, there we go. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, right. Brian Ibbett, you absolute legend. You've had a hell of a year, buddy. Uh, Skidjuf on the roo, by the way, just in case you think, well, is that Lucy? And I'm not Lucy, I promise you. <laughs> Here's the best of Brian Ibbett for 2019. Jamie, hit it. Removing that growth in the basement. Ba- basement. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, yeah, we're all about the homegrown garlic. <laughs> we have eight varieties of garlic that can kill a human being. When I get older, bees in my mouth. When I'm 64, doo, 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 doo. Oh, it says, will you still be saying my name five times? Turn off the lights and I'm going to hook you with my hook. There you go. Here's what I'm smuggling. I don't like that one. According to want to know how I got these breasts. Where's Johnson & Johnson? Elmo not laughing. Elmo have delirium tremens. Cookie, take E. Please give Cookie more water. Please. Cookie Monster need more water. It was never determined. I did not kill her. I, <laughs> I didn't go high, Robert. Wagner. <laughs> I got what you need. I got it right here. Uh, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a cover of Europe's The Final Cunt. Con- <laughs> <laughs> you saw where that went. Where we were going there. <laughs> but my window pane showed Bill Gates, Lieutenant Uhura, quit being such a bitch. <laughs> mammy, mammy. How I love you, how I love you, mammy. <laughs> like your Stone Temple Pilots and your Allison Change, but Allison Change, Allison Chains. 
good lord. The president for Your Majesty, I wouldn't lean against that counter right there if I were you. Yeah, I, uh, I may have seen You might it. get stuck if you know what I mean. <laughs> Why am I naked? <laughs> What's going on? I didn't realize how long that wow, was. Wow, milk that organ. Jeez. Jeez. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm... Maybe that might, might not have been the best uh, reason. <laughs> Milk that organ. Well done, sir. Check here if you'd like to see a picture of my penis. No. Planning on getting my pearls pickled later, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Slap into a slim, snap into a slim gim. <laughs> snap into I've got the baton. I ran into a stop sign and my clothes fell off. We were fishing for mangrove jacks on Friday. What the hell are those? Mangrove jacks. They're fish about the size of a VW microbus. I'm going to look And them they'll up. kill you with their eyes. <laughs> You look at him. <laughs> Take that. Maybe now you'll think again about smoking in the balcony. <laughs> How do I take a picture of fruit? Yvonne, turn me gay. Now I want too much asshole. <laughs> Feel free to bleep that. That's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Worth it. Worth it. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, my Lord, dude. That was wow. good. Well done, Jamie. Nice job. Uh, He's made us made us better. For the record, the final countdown. Yeah, the, the count, final countdown. Countdown. Yeah. Ten dwarves taking turns doing handstands on the carpet. I forgot that was a thing. I forgot you said that in place. I of did too. Count. Yeah. Yeah. That was a new. That was a. <laughs> that was a fine reminder. Wow. Yeah, all right. You get a taste of what I'm going to be yelling at people uh, tomorrow if yeah. I do lift. This is all true. Hey, speaking of people uh, who yell, we got calls. Uh, these came to us at our voicemail line, 801-471-0462. You know the one that's supposed to take live calls too, but won't. Uh, yeah, that's right. It does uh, voicemails as well. So you guys should use it on the frequent. It's uh, 801-471-0462. And we got this one uh, called Sing Us a Song. Here you go. Hey, man, for that uh, the TMS show, which I love very much. Love you guys both. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So you know that show you got uh, with the guys slowing up uh, up and down the sleep well you know they got sleep well you know they got sleep well you, they don't have sleep well you know they got sleep well they don't have the sleep well they don't got the sleep so they fall on their ass yes they fall on their ass now if you're watching to it listening to that it's way funnier I can't sing it that well but I'm sure you can find somebody who can do better than me so love you back I have no idea what he's singing. Either. I, like the the first third, totally understood what he was saying. Yeah. The second third, I don't know what show he's talking about with that. I have that no idea either. That. It's a recent call too, so it had to be something we recently talked about. But I have no idea. No Could this idea. be a call for the for the, for the cricket show, the uh, TMS cricket? Uh. Oh, jeez, I don't know, man. That was just really weird. If someone in the chat has an idea what he's referring to, uh enlighten us because we don't know please please do yeah i'm curious yeah, we have, we have no <laughs> i loved idea. it i love the call but uh yeah i'd like to know more didn't quite know what to make of it all right here's a fun thing with sounds hey this is for the morning stream my name is joel cox i'm from pittsburgh pennsylvania i listened to episode 1836 where brian was showing off one of his e3d prints with the resin printer and you were playing the sounds from the mandalorian had no clue what was going on because i'm driving to my friend's house and i heard this weird noise i thought my car was going to explode and then finally, he mentioned the soundtrack and realized, wow, it wasn't my car. It was a morning stream. Thanks for the hardest minor heart attack. Talk to you later. Bye. I love the phrase, it wasn't my car. It was the morning it was stream. The morning stream. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's when I play that thing and you were 
I think you were talking about um, the resin printer. Oh, yeah. the resin printer, right? Which is always a topic I'm interested in. I'm just gonna play this because I'm. I don't know how. Have they said how long we wait until season two? Have they said? It's uh, the fall, is what they're saying. The fall of 2020. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Like we're used to things like Game of Thrones and and Better Call Saul, like having 18 months in between seasons. And right. Uh, no, fall 2020. So. I also have a question. Oh, this will be fun. I'm going to do this live on the air through our Discord chat, but I'm not going to say okay. it out loud. Oh, okay. All right. Why? Okay. I'm, I'm, now I'm saying it. Uh, nine and a half inches. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. And that's just partial. <laughs> that's just right now. That's just the tip. <laughs> um, okay. Why didn't... Uh, let me write this down. Okay, there. Oh right. uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that, a good question. Little plot hole there, I think. Right. Yeah. After all they'd seen and witnessed, you know, what's right. that about? All right. A little, a little bit of hand waving going on there. A little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, you get more action out of that weird goo. Anyway, hey, that's going to do it for the show today. <laughs> we're right. uh, we're done, and we'll be back here tomorrow. We are doing a Christmas Eve episode. Uh, sorry, New Year's Eve episode, and um, mm-hmm. I think we're going to lay into uh, our opinions on episode nine tomorrow with Justin, and we're yeah. going to do so in a completely spoilery way so we'll give Rise you plenty of, of the spoiler in time yep. basically so for yeah. a lot of you this will be like an hour show and then you'll check out mm-hmm. for others you'll want to be here for that final half hour while we uh tear things apart and talk about it in mm-hmm. both the good and the bad and i expect a lot of tearing apart from uh from a mr robert young he did not enjoy the film it appears uh for yeah. lots of reasons we'll let him explain himself um I think that you and I will err on the more positive side, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, but that'll be fun. Conflict is fun. So we'll do that tomorrow right here on TMS. So come on back for that. Do support us if you can over at patreon.com slash TMS. It's the end of a month. We've got a lot of new stuff coming out next year. We want you to be a part of it. So join us. That's patreon.com slash TMS. We're uh, found on the web at frogpants.com slash TMS. Follow us on Twitter, Coverville, Scott Johnson, Morningstream. And leave us those voicemails, 801-471-0462. Would you prefer an email? That's fine, too. TheMorningStream at gmail.com. And that's going to do it. Ooh, this music's just the eating me up. of the month as we know it. Yeah. Ooh, there's your song already. No, what's your song going to be for real? Oh, my song for reals? Yeah, for reals. Uh, All right, this one is... Uh, uh, going out to Jason Mench, he says, hey, guys, never did this before, so I figured, why not? I understand my birthday is a Sunday, so any day around it will work. With that said, I'll keep it short and sweet and just hope you can make my request complete uh, with a mashup of jury clips. I'll leave that up to Scott to choose how many. Love the show, though. Big shout out to my brothers working in the cold while I'm enjoying the warm Texas air. Signed, Jason Mench. Uh, so in addition to the... Uh, uh, how long did you have the shot on me? I think it was for a long the, time. I think I, really? I forgot to switch it and I didn't look at the camera for a while. And I think you were there for a long ass time. It may have been That's since the, you did the song. But since the anyway, mashup? Yeah, maybe. Oh, since, you mean since. Uh, I may have been uh, that early. Indian in the middle. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure though, but if it was, I mean, look, wow. more Brian, the Brian is fine. Show. It's the Brian show. Everybody? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway, so uh, he wanted something upbeat and kick ass, but before we play the song, he did want you to play. Uh, just a mashup of weird jury clips. Oh, if you can, I can do that. You can do that on your soundboard. I can new, actually. You're in your soundboard setup. Totally do that. All right. So everything with the word jur- jury in it. All right. Here we go. Enjoy these. Okay, that's him backwards. All right. 
I think this is that bleep blop bloop. Okay, he does that a lot. Colonel <laughs> Fart fell on a chicken. All right. I gotta take a poop. That's a good one. I'm gonna take Brian Brushwood and put Jury right up against him. Ooh! Ooh. I don't know what that is. Ugh. I don't know either, but it sounded all, uh, you sound like a droid. Yeah. My final one is this one, and it's one of my favorites he ever said, so enjoy. Demok and Jilajad at Tangara. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, there's your, there's your trek for a Monday, too. Perfect. Yep. So good. Anyway, sorry. All right, so. Um, just recently arrived in my mailbox is the uh, the newest Triple J from Australia. Uh, every year they come out with uh, uh, an album of covers, a double album of covers called Like a Version. Uh, this is the 15th volume of Like a Version. And, uh, you know, in addition to a bunch of songs, uh, covers of songs that I don't know because A, they're either current Australian pop hits or they're current American pop hits that I just don't care about. There are a few in there that are really, really good, including this cover of Lord's Green Light by the band Holly Holy, who who I really like a lot. And I've played, I'm sorry, Holy Holy. Um, really like them a lot. I've played them on Coverville quite a bit and um, these guys are awesome. Uh, here it is, Holy Holy with their cover of Lord's Green Light. Fantastic. We'll see you guys soon. That is to say tomorrow. So please come back and be part of the show then. I do my makeup in somebody else's car We order different drinks at the same bar I know about what you did and I want to scream the truth She thinks you love the beach, you're such a damn liar Those great whites, they have big teeth Oh, they bite you, thought you said that you would always be in love But you're not in love, no more Did it frighten you? How we kiss when we dance on the light of floor, on the light of floor. But I hear sounds in my mind. Brand new sounds in my mind. And honey, I be seeing you.
Network. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Probably need a smaller slice of butter.